Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, I have with me our very special guest, Lynn Leggett, founder and CEO of Victory Dental Management. Lynn, good morning. Say hello. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? I am great. I couldn't be doing better, Lynn. I, um, I'm very thankful to have you here. I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm excited about today's topic. Um, but before we jump into all that, why don't you give us uh, a little bit about your background, how you got into dentistry, uh, and how you got on the career path that you're on? Oh, sure. Um, well, thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast. And I'll tell you, my background is really different than most people that work in the dental industry. Um, I come from different industries like working in transportation and logistics. I've worked in the pharmaceutical and medical realm as well as dental. So I really do bring a unique business background to my clients. Um, I got into dental because my best friend had wanted me to get into dentistry and, and help her husband's practice for years. And, you know, when it's when it's your best friend and you care about the relationship that you have with somebody, mixing it up and being an employee of theirs is not something that I was really willing to do at the time, but man, she hounded me constantly. So that's how I got into dentistry. I um, I taught the doctor, her husband, how to run a business and he taught me dentistry. So the uh, run a business part, I hear this often. And, you know, I talked to w- with a guest yesterday off the air. I talked about this um, a little bit and that a lot of people say, hey, they don't they don't teach um, business in dental school. Um, you know, they don't teach you how to run a business. And it's actually true of every school that teaches an area of expertise outside of business. So in medical school, they don't teach business. If you go to school to become an architect, they don't teach business. Engineering, they don't teach business. So dentists are in the same boat um, as pretty much every other profession. And they, I, I see uh, quite a few that get upset that, hey, they didn't learn the skill set, which the school was teaching them to be a dentist, not to run a business. So there is a huge need for people um, like you um, in this field to help with that. Right. And in the same with any type of business, they, they need consultants and they need experts and they need coaches um, to help them. And I know you like to take on a real kind of coaching type of mentality with um, your clientele. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Um, how you see yourself as a coach and why a coach is valuable to a practice? Sure. Um, well, outside of the dental realm, I actually do coach a sports team. I coach girls AAU basketball. So when I say I'm a coach, I really am a coach. But the part of that, you know, everybody says, what's the difference between being a coach and a consultant? It really is how you approach things. But my goal is bringing out everybody's potential, whether it's a ball player, team members for a dentist or the dentist themselves. It it really doesn't matter. That's what really gets my juices flowing with all of this. And I totally agree with what you said. They don't teach enough of that. Um, it's clinical only. And I really wish all of the dental schools would realize um, I'm in the backyard of one particular dental school here and they will not, I mean, free of charge, they will not allow, allow me to go and talk to the dental students. And I'm not looking for any ulterior motive. I just want to help. That's my whole purpose in doing this. And that's why we're here. You know, that's why our podcast is here. We want to help. We see these, um, we see these pitfalls. Um, we see these errors. We see these mistakes. We see the pain. Um, and which is going to lead me into um, 
why we have you on the show. Um, I know that you see uh, team building or lack of team building uh, within a lot of practices. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, well, I've found really that dentists are not sure how to lead their teams. And I wanted to create a system that used their natural abilities so it really would be easier for them as practice owners. And dentists, I think you'd agree with me, they naturally are, they already know how to educate and encourage others. So I want to take that natural ability and take that further and teach dentists and office managers how to be the coach of their team. So I know a lot of times I need to back up and, and transition employees into a true team since that really is the foundation to the success of the practice. Um, I find that pretty much everybody knows and has a visual of what a coach does. So I give them the framework of learning leadership through coaching their team. And we know dentists are very visual. So teaching leadership, since that can be fuzzy sometimes, I like to make it as easy as possible and for them to actually learn that skill. Um, and then, you know, if you ask most dentists, they'll tell you that they have a team working for them. But what do you call the person that leads the team? The coach. So I want to teach them how to actually lead by being the coach. So when we talk about the word team, I, I think a lot of people, I, I hear that word used and I think some business owners will call their team a team um, just for the optics, um, just to try to give warm and fuzzies um, to their quote team members, right? Or their, what they may truly see as employees. So how do you, how do you kind of change that dynamic where um, you're not just calling them a team, you really are a team and, and how do you know when you don't have a team, um, even though you're calling them a team, if that makes sense. Yep, totally. Um, so let me start by defining each group and then, um, then I'll go from there because I think it's really a great distinction um, because employees are just a, a group of people that work for an organization. There's really nothing special about that. But a team, they're going to work, and this is my definition, so somebody may have a different definition, but for me, a team in a dental practice they're going to work together cohesively for the goals of the doctor or owner to have a high level of patient satisfaction while being accountable to each other using their individual strengths for the performance of the team. And if you're really going to have a team working for you, they should be able to anticipate the next move of their teammate. And they need to trust that their teammates will take care of things correctly the first time and that everybody's on the same page. So, for me, I believe it's a coach's job to teach players and put them in a position to win. Yeah, I, I do too. So let's talk about that position to win. What are some actionable steps that our audience can take today um, to either start implementing a, I think you called it a system. And I love that you talked about coaching basketball and your passion for that. Um, every basketball coach has a system that they run. Um, every football coach, I, I don't know yeah. any coach that doesn't have a system. So I have to imagine part of it is the system. And that seems like, you know, it may take a bit of time to put together. But today, what are two or three, four actionable steps our, our audience can take today to start building a real team? OK, um, so let me give the let me give that answer by giving you some focus on some essential qualities that members of a winning team should share. So you start with your core values, which is going to be your your character and attaining your goals, or maybe you call it your moral compass, but it guides your actions and decision-making every day. Um, for me, the key is 
if you're going to follow things like the golden rule or integrity or honesty, it has to be actionable. It's not just words. But in addition to core values, because that really is, um, again, the it's core. It's it's to your core. That's where you start with. But if there are more qualities that members of a winning team would have, such as um, respect, responsibility, attitude, and competition. Because I find that some team members, they really don't know how to be a good team member. So I'm going to dive into each of these areas, if that's all right with you. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So with respect, you, you know, you need to have respect for yourself and for your teammates. And that could really look different. So let me explain what I mean by, by that. When you're a good team member, you put every effort into being on time, let's say. That's one thing that causes a lot of conflicts in teams. Because if everyone respects each other and you understand how your tardiness can affect the team, then it won't happen anymore. And I know that's basic, but it happens all the time. And with responsibility... I call it role and responsibility because I believe personal responsibility is equal to accountability. And as a team, each team member should understand their role and how it affects the practice as well as all of their responsibilities. And I think in addition to that, it's a great thing for each team member to also have clarity on what other team members are responsible for as well, so that they can understand how all of them relate, how all the pieces relate to the whole. Then the next I mentioned was attitude. I believe winning is an attitude, which let me define attitude because some people, they're not really sure when I say that, hey, where you're coming from, Len, what does that mean? I define attitude as a mix of determination and optimism that enables you to keep a positive outlook in the worst of times. So believing you can do it, believing the team can do it, but understanding you can determine your own performance and impact the performance of those around you with your attitude. And that's something that we get the opportunity to choose every day when we wake up. We can choose what kind of attitude we're going to be able to attack the day with. And the last area is going to be competition. Now, it doesn't surprise you, right, since I coach ball. Um, I think comp- being competitive is what separates those who achieve their goals versus being average. And by competing, you really do figure out what you're truly capable of doing. To me, it's the opposite of being complacent. So you get to choose how strong your internal drive will be. You get to choose how hard you work or how easy you give up. It's up to you. So, Lynn, I want to talk about the competition part of this, um, of your these four steps. Um, and this isn't something that I thought about before um, we started this episode. So it may be a little long-winded for me to, to get this question out to you. But um, I think oftentimes in the workplace, when an employee is competing, right, or employees are competing, that it, it can start to look as if, um, they're pitting one against each other. So in other words, there has to be a winner and a loser in some type of a, a pecking order there. And then that can turn sour real quick. That can go south real quick. But then I, I look at um, Michael Jordan. You probably saw uh, being a basketball fan, the documentary that's out um, on ESPN. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it's five or six parts about the Bulls. And it's it's Excellent. But you know, Michael Jordan was the best basketball player in his era, 
arguably. And, but he was also the first in the gym and he was the last to leave. He was, uh, had the strongest work ethic. Um, he was, uh, you know, the true leader as far as work ethic on that team and others followed. Others became better than him. Now, if Michael Jordan was afraid to come in the gym because he didn't want to look bad in front of his teammates because he didn't want to outperform his teammates or he didn't want to make his look, his teammates look bad in front of their employer, that team would have never won the championships that they did. So how do you, and I know this is going to be really tough, but maybe you have some experience with this. How do you create healthy competition um, where you let your your star shine and leave, you let your um, team your your team members lead um, without risking creating that toxic environment that can and oftentimes happens. Oh, that's that's a really great great question. And since I'm from Virginia and I'm in big ACC country here, um, I can tell you I've actually met Michael Jordan when he was a student at UNC. Wow. So he, he, he was pretty cool even when he was a, a sophomore there. But anyway, we, we can talk about that later too. Um, so how do you create that? that that's why I define the um, attitude and competition the way that I do because it's, it's something internal. And if your goal is to become tighter as a team, you know, individual competition can be healthy, but within a dental practice, exactly what you just said, sometimes that gets skewed and it, it can go off the rails really fast. So it needs to have those parameters of um, that internal drive of being better for yourself, which is going to strengthen you and therefore strengthen the team. I'm more about getting the team competitiveness to beat the person down the street, to give the patient experience um, it being better at the practice that you work at versus the person down the street or turning that a little bit more and saying, hey, these were our goals for 2020. What can we do in 2021? How can we break this down and do even better? So competition, well, with my AAU basketball teams, I've got a lot of girls that want to be stars and get a D1, you know, offer at different schools to be able to play ball. You get a lot of those attitudes and and competitive, great players on one team. You, you got to, um, as they say, take the sharpness away on the edges and round the corners, if you will. Um, And that comes from having a goal that the whole team has to have. And then it becomes, and that's part of the framework, right? To be able to unify everybody for a consistent goal. That's why clarity of the goal and being the leader or being the coach of your dental practice, you need to know what those things are and the strengths of your players or the strengths of your team members so that you can guide them in the right direction together to achieve what it is you want to achieve. And, and I find a lot of dentists really aren't clear in their goals or they're not clear about um, what the strengths are of their team members. And yeah. that's, that's why a lot of times I'm brought in to work with practices for systems and processes and can you make us more profitable? All of those things are great. But most of the time when I walk through the door, I find that they have employees working for them and we got to take just a couple steps back. Let's form a team. And let's do the things that it's quicker than you think when you know what you're doing to create a team out of employees. And then you start attacking those things together as a unit and the sky's the limit at that point. Yeah, Lynn, that's, um, I love it. I love the coaching attitude. It makes me, uh, you know, it makes me vision a dentist cutting the nets down. Um, yes. You know, so <laughs> to speak. And, um, you know, we really appreciate you having you on. I, I love the attitude. Um, I want to encourage our guests to do a couple of things. I'm sorry, our, our audience to do a couple of things. First, 
uh, check out Lynn's website. It's uh, victorydentalmanagement.com. Um, and on there, you'll find a link to her book, You Can't Coach Quit. Um, you have to read the book. Uh, I'm ordering a copy for myself today, and I'm certainly going to read it over this Thanksgiving break. Um, Lynn, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.